All right, because three is a crowd. I'm here today once again, as always, in the blockhouse with Kelly. Kelly, how's it going? Not great. I mean, nice. Are you were you were you being were you doing meme stuff or you're not great? Not great. Why? Bad day at the dog park. Everything's terrible. Anyway, I like I like that this is now a running commentary on (laughs) the dog park. And if you had a good time, then the song is now better. And if you had a bad time, this song is the worst song ever. Yeah, the song will remain immune to this dog park situation. I'm just saying, me as a person, I could be better. A couple weeks ago, it was all, when the night comes falling from the sky, it was all, (laughs) I had a good time at the dog park. So it was a good episode. (laughs) This is a, this is not a dog park recommendation podcast. podcast. Could be. Could be. Although, how many have you been to? Just the one. Just the one. (laughs) And you would kind of recommend it, I suppose? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. No, no. This is a Bob Dylan podcast where we talk about Bob Dylan and Bob Dylan songs. We take a, a random song. Been I've been released from music video hell. Sorry. We have, whoa, whoa. I have been listening to Bob Dylan for most of my life. Kelly's heard roughly the same number of songs as the number of characters in the longest place name on earth. The number of characters. Oh, like the number of letters in the longest place name. Oh, is it the the real name for Bangkok? No, it's oh. it's a it's a. It's a town in New Zealand. Tamata is actually the shorter version for Tamata Fakutangi Hangako, Wawa, O Tamatea, Turipu, Kaka, Pikimanga, Horonoku, Pokai, Finuaki, Tanatahu. Can you guys say that? Let's go. And this week, we listen to Time Passes Slowly off of the 1970s New Morning. Time passes slowly here in the mountains. We sat beside bridges and walk beside fountains. Catch the wild fishes that float through the stream. Time passes slowly when you're lost in a dream. The year of our Lord, 1970. <laughs> that will be 50 years ago. Oh, oh. gross. Oh. Our, I want to say third, Went to See the Gypsy and If Dogs Run Free. I think it's our third song off of New Morning. Dogs Run Free is on New Morning? Uh-huh. Wow, what a roller coaster that album what? must be. Well, we'll get to a quote from Al Cooper in a bit. How did you feel with, with uh, Time Passes Slowly? It's great. I liked all three versions. I think they were all really good yeah. and different enough that I, I was shocked that this was the album cut is the one that got picked because I think it's the weakest of the three. Really? Okay. Uh, but yeah, great, great song. Feel good. Like, I, it's just so funny that Bob Dylan's like, all I want to do is live in a tiny house on a farm. I'm like, Bob Dylan, the OG lesbian dream. He's like, I just want a small house, small house on a farm in the middle of the woods. Well, we've definitely talked about it. I mean, this is the same album as New Morning and the same sentiment. I mean, this is why the podcast is called Sign on the Window. It's, I mean, I think that's kind of like what we all want is mm-hmm. just this nice little farm off to the side mm-hmm. where you can just get away from everything. Just want some goats. Just want some goats. Yeah, exactly. We've talked about this before. <laughs> Uh, so apparently this the song and uh, a couple of the songs actually have a, an interesting context in that Bob Dylan was approached to do like a play. Um, there's a there's a book called The Devil and Daniel Webster, and there was a guy called Archibald McLeish. Whoa, that's a name. I know. Who was uh, – and the play is called Scratch, and he was looking for um, – all this sounds really fake. No. Have you know? <laughs> <laughs> Archibald McLeish from Scratch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was looking. No, the, the play is called Scratch. He was looking for um, songs by Bob Dylan, original songs. Uh, so there's multiple versions, as you can imagine. Bob Dylan at once was uh, saying that he went to McLeish and they talked and um, sort of the song titles 
including Father of Night and New Morning All, were like hashed out there. Before there was a song, there were song titles. And then in Chronicles, he said that he took fully finished songs to McLeish. But in a letter that was found recently from McLeish to his publisher at the time, private letter, uh, so you can really trust it as being the real case, uh, he basically said Bob Dylan is incapable of writing songs on any sort of timeline. Uh, So we can't do it. We had to move on because it's impossible. So I think that's probably more of it. There was probably a song that existed. I mean, he was doing this at the end of Self-Portrait. That's why it's on the Bootleg Series Volume 10, another Mm -hmm. Self-Portrait. Um, so he was doing it right at the end, and it kind of bleeds over into what became New Morning. But I think that's pretty interesting. So apparently, according to Bob Dylan, they had a falling out over the song Father of Night, which we will talk about when we get Father of Night. Because I, I do want to – I'm actually pretty interested in whatever the hell that, this that play is yeah. all about. Um, so this one was actually recorded a ton of times. So I don't want to go super deep into it, but he did two uh, extended – uh, iterations when he was doing self-portrait, uh, one on March 4th, 1970, one on March 5th, 1970. One of those uh, was one take where it was called New Song Number 2. It was the very last song that he did. Uh, and it had uh, Bob Dylan on on you know vocals. Al Cooper was on it, Dave Bromberg, Stu Woods, Alvin Rogers, uh, and they overdubbed stuff on the track. And then the next day, they did it in three takes. There was Bob Dylan, Al Cooper, Emmanuel Green on violin, David Bromberg again, Stu Woods, Alvin Rogers on drums. Hilda Harris, Albertine Robinson, and uh, Martha Stewart on background vocals. So that is, I think, where we're pulling. Well, I guess he wouldn't have done If Dogs Weren't Free at this point. So that's some stuff from, like, New Morning. Again, this is all the New Morning sessions. And then, oh, sorry, the um, self-portrait sessions. Then we get to New Morning, and we get George Harrison. So George Harrison comes over, and they party it up. So the Bootleg Series Volume 10, number one. Uh, that this number one version is from May 1st, 1970. Aptly so, named number one version. Aptly named Best number one. version, a.k.a. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a hot take. Okay, so that is the one with George Harrison. So we'll He's doing that. the Lala's. He's there. I mean, Bob's doing it. I too. thought it might have been a Beatle. Hey. Hey. You're right. Uh, so May 1st, 1970, they kind of shelve it. Uh, they do four takes, and we get one of them that's on the bootleg. And then June 2nd, 1970, he does 14 takes. So he's really trying to get it. Um, It was the 33rd take of the day. So this is one of those, like, epic days for Bob Dylan on June 2nd, 1970. And it's number 33, the final track that gets on. That's the number two version Mm. uh, on the Bootleg Series, Volume 10. And then August 12th, so another month goes by. August 12th, 1970, there's eight takes. And that... And the eighth take is the one on New Morning. That's crazy. So this is a song that was with him for a long time. You could even say this is the genesis for New Morning. Because of all the songs that existed in in the self-portrait sessions, this was one of the main ones. So and I think this was the one. I mean, you can make the case for this being the one. So this is one that he worked on extensively. Which is kind of funny because it's a really simple song. But I think it's hard to get simple right. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, Al Cooper, to go back to him, he talked about the difficulty of recording this record recording new morning in particular as you can see i mean there was a good 25 takes of this song uh, he said quote when i finished the album i never wanted to speak to him again i was cheesed <laughs> off cheesed off oh, man. at how difficult the whole thing was he just changed his mind every three seconds so i just ended up doing the work of three albums uh, it was the first time I went in and had an arrangement idea for it. And I said, let me go and cut this track and then you can sing over it. So I cut the track. It's really good. He comes in and pretends like he didn't understand where to sing on it. I'm just like imagining Bob doing that. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> what a dick. 
the song's never been played live. Wow. Which is surprising because it's definitely a little, it's a nice little giddy, you know, yeah. like get it. And I can see it with like a cool little country arrangement. I mean, it kind of is, you know. Um, so you're saying that you enjoyed the Bootleg Series Volume 10, number one. Correct. That's how we're going to re- refer to them. So there's New Morning, which is our default, number one and number two. Uh, so the number one, which is the George Harrison one, that was your jam. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I just think it's hard not to talk about them versus each other, right? But Oh, yeah. Um, I just think that I like the switch from the piano to the acoustic guitar, like no shade on the piano, but I just thought it fit the song better. And it really was evocative of the seventies. Mm. Like I recognize this was written in 69. Right. But like we're at the dawn of it. And I, th- I just like have such a clear image of like kids playing in the sun, wearing their little ring t-shirts and their flare jeans. And like, wow. I don't know. It just really, it's nice. It's just a really good feel. It's a feel good song. It's a little bit faster and it's, you know, it's only two minutes, uh, 18, 18 yeah. which is a little bit faster than the, uh, which is surprising because honestly, album version. I don't know why, but it, I, I think it feels slower. I think oh, it's really? la, 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 la. And, and I love, like, I love the la, la. I know, great. But, that, but, but once I realized, cause I, I've definitely been, um, uh, brainwashed. I thought that the la, la's were on every track. And, and they're so, not yet. I know. So when I went back to do it, I was like, oh, that's why they're longer because those interludes without the la, la's are on both of them, especially on the number two are longer they're just like this prolonged like mm-hmm. in between the verses whereas those la la's really move us on yeah which is nice i i don't know, I just like it a lot especially versus the the new morning version feels so empty and like unfinished it's i kind of like that it almost feels like the song ends after every verse like everything drops out it's so weird yeah. but i, I come i'm kind of into it and i do like that there's very few lyrical changes between the three of them. The one change that's in take one, the one I like, the, or whatever, number one off of the bootleg right. volume 10 or whatever. Uh, he changes uh, going to town on your wagon oh, yeah. for going to town in the morning. And that's the only one because even the number two version goes back to the wagon idea, which I think like... The wagon it, sounds antiquated. Right. Yeah. It makes it very precious and just like, oh, a simpler time. But this feels like this is the 70s. Like, yeah. this is very much like, I just want to hang out in the mountains, man, and have a nice little time and not worry about anything. That's a good point. It just, uh, it, I feel like it fits the the theme of the song really well. Like, it sounds, the lyrics and everything, it just sounds like a cohesive little package. But I, I really like the take two version, too. The new morning version is definitely my least favorite. Stared out the window to the stars high above. Time passes slowly when you're searching for love. La 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 la. Yeah, the new morning. I think, and again, that's the very last take of the song. Well, they sound fucking over it. They're like, "Are we? Did we get it? I don't. I don't care. Just put it on the fucking album. Who cares?" I, I, you know, and I think there's something to be said for that. Um, this, the sound quality itself, I just remember having the CD back in the day. I'm sure it's all been remastered, but it doesn't sound good. No, it's just really low and it's, it's mastered, like not great. It like, they really needed that. They added the reverb on the vocals for the other two, which is like, it's good. You need that. And like the clarity of the instruments. Yeah. The mix was really bad. Like, yeah. The drums are like not even there. There's like little tapping in the distance yeah i mean they didn't care so much that additional musicians are un- unidentified we don't actually know who's... <laughs> who the fuck's even in this room does anyone... who's that no i don't care who fucking cares? Yeah. uh there's so much uh, there's so much that i like about the original version I, I think maybe it fits so well with new morning i like new morning a lot because it's shambly yeah. it doesn't it's so ridiculous uh as a record 
but I'm with you. They, the other two sound so good. It, the the mastering of it is so fresh, obviously, because it came out five years ago. Like, it sounds great. And Sign on the Window has the same problem. Sign on the Window is obviously a favorite song of ours. Well, mine. You've never heard it. Um, but it is the same thing. It's just not a great version. But when they came out with this and you've got the ones with the violins on it, it's way better because it just sounds better. It's just sonically more pleasing, which is... Um, Euphony, the, the euphony, euphony yeah. the euphony is uh, much better. Is much better. Yeah. So the, yeah, I'll, I'll forgive the law of the laws. I'm a, I love the Beatles. I'm That's fine great. with it. Number two though was wild. That was like some like. Oh, that's it was a, a different good psychedelic song. rock. It was a we're doing it. Song, but yeah. then it, like I liked it because it went up fast, mm-hmm. slowed all the way down for the whole song, and then went back up at the oh, end. Oh, this is like Rolling Thunder, pitch perfect. Like this could have just been slipped right in there if there was like a fake audience and they go yeah. You know, <laughs> honestly, that there. wouldn't have been a bad, yeah, a bad song for Rolling. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised to hear you say that they never played it because the, I, it feels like they made this yeah. this take two or whatever number two. This is five years for that. Before, so it and it even has that that Joe Cocker uh, little help from my friends cover that he did for the Wonder Years or ended up being the Wonder Years theme song. Oh yeah, it yeah. has that kind of like psychedelic, like yeah, feel to it. It's really no Joe Cocker on the record though. No, that was Charlie Daniels on bass, <laughs> David Bromberg on guitar, and the the Joe Bro, uh, Ron Cornelius on guitar, Al Cooper once again on the organ. So I think that's a, I mean that that's a big song. change too, obviously the organ. And I think that was kind of my biggest gripe with that one is that once you know it's Al Cooper, you're just like, all right, all right, what do you get mean? that organ. Oh. I don't know. It's just like you need that. You need it for that psychedelic sound. I love. It. And I love it, but I don't know. There's just I'm 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 I like the original. I like the original. Time passes slowly up here in the mountains. We sit beside bridges and walk beside fountains. Catch the wild fishes that float through the stream. Time passes slow and you're lost in a dream. Get out of here with your Beatles. I can't. All the kids with their Beatles. <laughs> all the kids with their Beatles and their player jeans and their ring shirts. I mean, that's, that is an image <laughs> all for you. I guess I maybe can think about my, my mom and dad. They would have been, yeah, 12, 13. They would have been 12, 13 years old. I mean, this would have been their contemporary. That's wild to think about. Oh, time. Passes slowly. Oh man, what is this song about, Kelly? <laughs> it's about Bob Dylan being like, "I want to go live in the mountains. I just want to go, just, you know, hang out, do some fishing with the fishy, with the fishes." I, I like that. that was, uh, I like the fishes. Oh no, that was uh, it's it's wrong. <laughs> Catch wild fish. Fishes. There's no fishes. Well, when you have more than one fish, what do you do? Call it fish. Fishes. <laughs> well, Bob can get away with it because it's Bob. Um, well, we've definitely talked about his nostalgia before on things like Planet Waves. Even went to see the Gypsy has that sort of like I'm here talking about Elvis on one right. hand, but then I'm also weirdly back in Duluth, like I'm imagining my you know Minnesota winters or whatever. Like there's this disconnect from him from you know pretty much after Nashville Skyline to to now like uh, from 1969 to 1974 pretty much up into making uh uh blood on the tracks and even that is somewhat is very minnesota oriented as well where he's really stuck in this mindset where he's like i want to go off and be i want to have family i want to have this sort of idyllic life mm-hmm. it's probably not idyllic for everyone but i mean to go up to the mountains and catch fish but like 
you know what he's getting at. Just kind of the, whatever you imagine that is he's doing. Because this is a very boomer dad type of thing oh, yeah. to want. Uh, and even Bob Dylan can have that. And he does. And he still hates it and, and continues to move on from that. Because there is no such thing. But I think perfect. even in this song, as straightforward as it is and kind of romantic and idyllic, I think that the last verse where he's just like, uh, we, we stare straight ahead and try so hard to stay right. Uh, the rose of summer that blooms in the day, time passes slowly uh-huh. and fades away. I think that he's like knows this is this is trans a transitional period. Like this is great right now, but I know I'm gonna get fucking bored. Like somewhere inside of him, as much as he might not want to, like I really want to stay and be. I want to be this person. I right. want to be the cabin in the woods person that just loves my family and likes nature and hangs out. And he's like, I'm definitely not gonna be able to do this forever. Well, I well that red rose, like the red rose of summer that blooms in the day. The other track. I, number one, the first one with George Harrison, which is the more la 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 version, that ends with like a cloud drifting over that covers the day. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, so that's probably that, that is that is one difference. Obviously, the morning in the wagon, mm-hmm. and uh, in the very first verse, we sat beside bridges, and then on number two, the crazy funky one, uh, we sit beside bridges. Mm-hmm. So it's present present tense instead of past tense. Those are the only differences, but I think that's the major one, like a cloud drifting over that covers the day. Uh, in contrast with the red rose of summer that blooms in the day, mm-hmm. that's dark. Those are yeah. two two very contrasting things. So that definitely leads to to your interpretation more. But I, I mean, I can see the red rose of summer blooming, and today time passes slowly; it's fading away. Right? Like it's almost like oh, but there is hope. Oh no! It's well, see, be I think crushed. that's why they're the same sentiment. Actually, it's like the clouds coming. Like this is this is temporary. Like because shit, it, or even I'm the cloud, right? Whoa. I'm the one ruining it. <laughs> Because I know myself and I'm going to ruin this. But yeah, I think the rose too. Oh, it's like, point. yeah, that's beautiful. And I'm really happy that this is happening. But this isn't going to last because nothing does. It's true. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that's sad. <laughs> it is sad. But la, 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 la. la, la, la. Oh, well, maybe that's why you need the la, la, la. You do need the la, la, la. Yeah. I mean, I just see it as something like it's in your, in your mind. Or it's almost like waking from a daydream. You know, it's not going to last the red rose of summer blot. You're going to come back and you're going to wake back up. Watching the river flow, you can only do it for so long. You're going to have to move on with your life. I think that's kind of the thing. It's got a couple of Bob Dylan weird tropey stuff, which I really like, which uh, number one is going to be, I once had a sweetheart. She was fine and good looking. It's got to be good looking. Mm -hmm. Uh, That reminds me of Shelter from the Storm. So obviously this is the person in the shelter and you're coming in from the storm. Um, But would we expect anything less from Bob to rhyme looking with cooking? I mean, it's some weak sauce. But I love it. And the only noted person with a mama is definitely Suze. Oh. I mean, I once had a sweetheart. She was fine and good looking. We sat in the kitchen while her mama was cooking. We only know about one mama in Bob Dylan's girlfriend's lives. And that's old Suze. Well, that's because every song is about Suze. That's right. So I think this one's about Suze. Of course. Um, We've been, I've been told that it's pronounced Susie, not Suze. No shit. I think I might have even brought that up when we did it, I but it, it was like we decided. We made a decision. I think we like, did. Sue's forever. I like Sue's. I like Sue's too. It's just so much better. I mean, her name's fucking Susan, right? Like, right. Not, like, that's all not, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call her Susan. I'm going to call her Isn't she married Susan. to a guy named like Rainbow Bean Sprout or something, right? Isn't that the whole thing? No, that was that was either. No, that was Echo or. Oh, it was one of the other. Yeah, it, it was, was Echo. It yeah, was yeah. Echo. No, definitely ended up with Rainbow <laughs> Bean Sprout. <laughs> so, Kelly, if we're. We still have mountains in this reality. We still have uh, rivers and streams. Mm-hmm. Fish still exist. Mm-hmm. Fishes. Fishes still exist. What are? Would you play this song on the way to your 
mountain readout or oh, sure. some prepper mm-hmm. living off in the woods. Right. Or you're just going up to spend a nice, you know, weekend by the by the lake. Mm-hmm. Would you would you play this song? On yeah, your way? I mean, I think I would listen to it again, especially in that particular scenario where I'm on the way to live in my fortificated, fortificated, fortified bunker. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it definitely sounds older, but but that's cool, right? This, yeah. You would not find this on a '70s playlist that Spotify would put out. You would find the generic hits, but this one would fit right along. Yeah. Any one of them, I think, would fit. But I think you could maybe definitely... less so. New Morning, but the other two. The, the the two alternates, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially number like, one. Whoa, this I think is you fun. could sit on a porch, drink some lemonade, listen to it, hang out. I think so. I think all of New Morning can do that for sure. There's definitely that vibe. Dogs run free. I mean, that's tough. Father of Night's tough. Winterlude's tough. It's a tough record. Father of Night, Father of Day, Father who taketh the darkness away, Father who teacheth the bird to fly, Builder of rainbows up in the sky. And we've kind of ignored something that we I think we talk about too often on the podcast because it's staring us right in the face is that time passes slowly. What is passing slowly into death? You're going to fucking die. And I think what do you want to do with your life is maybe what this is also questioning. Like, do you just want to idly sit by and hang out by the river, watch the river flow, hang out and catch fishes? Is that fulfilling to you? That's a question that we should all think about. What do you actually want out of your time on earth so i know so that's that's why you don't that's why you just jam number two and you're like yeah yeah you're on the lawn at a fish concert yeah absolutely just drink do drugs it's still the same song we actually never changed it we've been playing it for 35 minutes it's the extended version uh yeah so that's the dark darkness to it um but i think you can also just enjoy it because it's a great ditty and it's a perfect like song yeah, I think. I think it's great. I think it'll be high up there when the season ends. Yeah. If you want more Bob Dylan in your life, you could go to Spotify, to Apple Music. You could go to a record store. You can go to your copious vinyl and CD collections and just listen to Bob Dylan. But why do that when you could go to SOTWpod.com and listen to our all of our episodes. Oh, it, again, to be fair, you can still again. do that on Spotify. And, uh, and you can. Oh, yeah. On Spotify. Yeah. And, well, I don't know about Apple. They don't have a... Well, Apple I, Podcasts. I yeah, yeah. yeah. You can also do all of those things. But instead of going to Bob Dylan and listening to music, why don't you listen to people talking about music? It's better than, uh, yeah. it's better than music. <laughs> so this is a commentary track. Think of it that way. All right. Sure. We try to help you out every week as well. In addition to our Twitter at SOTW Pod, our Instagram at SOTW Pod. You can also go to our Spotify and you can search, see that my playlist is kept clean and you can see where we are in time. It's just going to be updated every time we have a new episode coming out. So again, you might be listening to this a hundred years from now. Who knows what playlist will be there a hundred years from now, or you can go find the episode by searching it on Spotify or going to our website, SOTWpod.com and just put the word SOTW next to the song you want to listen to and you can get an amazing playlist from us. Yeah. From us, for us, by us, for you. This week, we had a really great playlist. I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. I think just like Bob Dylan speeding up the song to slow it down, to speed it back up, to have an uncharacteristic outro, we had a ton of songs right at the beginning before we got to another 
before we had the uh, the bootleg series version. Mm-hmm. So instead of scattering it throughout, we have this like whole playlist. And then you get down to the bootleg stuff mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. time. There's more time songs than there are passes or slow songs. True. Welcome back to the podcast, Panic at the Disco. Do you remember when they took the exclamation point out of Panic? Oh, no. Yeah, they what? did it after like the original band broke up. Oh. Now it's just that guy. Brendan Urie. Yeah, he's the only one. Mm. That band sucks. Panic at the Disco. <laughs> all of that time to dance is, does not suck. That is a bona fide hit. Zombies. Whoa. You don't think so? No, I think the whole oh. record's great. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Panic at the Zombies. Which is crazy that we've had the zombie song before, but not this song. It's yeah. like we've had two other zombie songs and not this one, which is arguably their most famous. Yeah. Time it's of the not, season. Not yeah. my favorite. Yeah, fair enough. Steely Dan. Time out of mind. Hey. 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 That's the name of a Bob Dylan album. <laughs> that is. When I read that, and I was like, hey, is it, what? Did you take it from that, or was it just a coincidence? Or what? 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 They... they this I mean, this came first. Yeah, obviously. Time Out of Mind has definitely been strung together by people before. Right. Yeah. Although it is kind of a weird... I just didn't know if it was an illusion or mm. Steely Dan. Or maybe they just steal everything from Gaucho. Maybe Time Out of Mind is Gaucho. What's Gaucho? That's the record by Steely uh, Dan. Oh, gotcha. But it's not. Rion and Giddens, Tenement, George Harrison, because you have to, Iron and Wine, and Radiohead, The Loser in 1997 for Album of the Year. Yeah, thanks for that. Time Out of Mind. That was... Go back and listen to mm. Not Dark Yet. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the playlist for the very first time. Unbelievably Rancid. I right. thought Rancid would definitely be on there before. The Monks. It's Monk Time. That was cool and that weird. Was, yeah. The Mon- that was a great record. Uh, the United States of America. Free Nationals, which was, that was cool. New Order. Bonkers. Thin terrible. Lips. Terrible song. Oh, yeah. Too Long. Oh, my God. Yeah, that should have been on When the Night Comes Falling from the Sky playlist. New Order. What? I only just, I try to put them together the the free na- you know panic at the disco it's like that's our little disco section oh gotcha where oh, we're I just see. doing like little <laughs> beep boopy stuff okay. and then we had to move on uh thin lips excellent counting crows first time uh love time and time and time again that's good it's a great song uh void tyler the creator lisa uh neotic amen tobin Gron. i want to say groan groan i mean i don't know it's Icelandic or Swedish or something. And St. Vincent for the very first time. Are you sure? Are you sure? I did. I looked Are up. you sure about I Tyler, the creator? Saint, I looked up Vincent. Oh, yeah. No. Wow. Tyler, too. We've talked about it. Right. But that's all we haven't even recommended the new record, but that Igor, is well, yeah. Igor. It's yeah. great. And this was on Igor. Yeah. And St. Vincent is crazy to me. I can't believe that that has not been on that there. That seems so really weird. That's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you can you should listen to that playlist. Listen to that playlist <laughs> for sure. You can skip New Order every time. As soon as it starts, just skip it. Yeah, it's bad. It lasted forever. It was like oh, a, yeah. really a purgatory moment. <laughs> Don't it beat a slow dance today? Don't it beat a slow dance today? Before time passes away, Kelly, we would be remiss not to talk about this week that we weren't listening to Time Passes Slowly. So 
enlighten the viewers out there. What were you doing this week? What would you recommend to people if they're looking for new music or new whatever? I don't know. I never know what I do in a week. It's like I focus on listening to our playlists and then anything else beyond that. Because I'm so busy at work, it's like I just go to familiar stuff. I just do my my lo-fi little I playlist. Where <laughs> like I'll listen to Bjork's greatest hits for the six thousandth time, right? Uh, but this week I went to go see a little band called Great Grandpa at Mississippi Studio, which is a, a really cool venue here in Portland. It's very teeny weeny, uh, and they were great. They apparently are a, a grunge pop band, That's so cool. the internet says. I would have called them maybe like lo-fi rock, indie rock. The internet, as in on their band camp and what they call themselves. <laughs> right, exactly. But we all know the genres are a lie, and people just mush words together. So anyway, Great Grandpa, they 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 were great. Not to be redundant, hey. but. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I mean, I'm almost done with Stranger Things season three, which so far feels better. Like I'm, uh, to, I have not watched the finale episode, but um, feels better than last season. But that's not saying a whole lot because that last season. Was I'm excited poor. to start season two at some point. <laughs> uh, Love season one. Never got around to season two, and now I feel like I've lost the thread. Yeah, but we've acknowledged that gay people exist, so that's cool. Because we, I don't think we had done that before. So it's high fantasy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of the part. You know, Game of Thrones, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, and, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway that's what did what did you do this week i i feel the same way i was just like repeat greatest hits i might mm-hmm. i have a running 2019 new in 2019 it's not always like new records but it's also records that i like want to get to and then usually about this time i have to segregate those two to actually new records and then like you know stuff from the past 50 years of music that i've been needing to get to i will move to another playlist and then they will become so long and epic that i will then spend uh, you know october and november basically trying to just listen to them just to listen to them and that's typically (laughs) how it goes so i'm at that point now where it's like i'm over 20 hours of like new music which i was almost done like literally a week ago but then we have great recommendations here choker all kinds of stuff that Mm -hmm. like just flood your playlist and then you're like i want to listen to all of it and i don't want to forget that they exist so i'm going to put the whole uh, of the discography on there even though maybe one song would suffice but uh and then just trying to fix playlists and stuff so yeah just kind of doing that but then it's also trying to listen to books so i finished a book by barry lopez who lives here in oregon Uh, i wrote a book called horizons but he's famous for his book arctic dreams uh he's like traveled the world traveled to antarctica antarctica he's traveled to antarctica um a lot of he kind of like looks at the world through about six or seven places throughout his travels over the last 50 years. And he starts it right here in Oregon at, uh, what is it called? Uh, at Cape Foulweather, which hmm. is in the middle of the state. Man, they just love be naming stuff. Real well, sad things. Well, it was named after, uh, yeah, what is his name? Um, nope, not Drake. The main guy, Captain Cook. Um, Captain yeah. Foulweather. Not, no, but he had foul weather when he was here, mm-hmm. hence the name. Oh, Captain Cook did some shit up here, too. He didn't yeah, just ruin no, the Yeah, no, he traveled islands. all the way through. Yeah. He could have gone up in the Columbia, but he was like, that's just not, that's not a stream. That's not a thing. You know, nobody, people passed it by for, you know, for decades, mm-hmm. not realizing that they could just, they got past the breaks, they could get into the Columbia. So that was a huge thing, but that was uh, Vancouver and, and Gray. But no, he went to, you know, Hawaii and was killed and. So anyways, it's it's a really fascinating book, and Arctic Dreams is a really – it's a classic one, that one of the first books I listened to on audiobook, and it's just him and his time in, you know, Antarctica. And it's incredible, especially now, given that they might not be around for very much longer. That's also cool. finished Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. That's right. Love Harry Potter. I can't say enough about it. Binge what do you mode. mean finished it? 
Well, I, I'm listening to the audiobooks now for the first time. So I've read oh. them multiple times, but I started this last year. You might remember I was listening to Harry Potter, and then I just like forgot. Existed. <laughs> and then Binge Mode you know, does all their Game of Thrones stuff, but they also did a whole year of Harry Potter, uh, of Harry Potter yeah. last year, and uh, finally catching up on that. So it's great to hear Mal and Jason again. Have you been listening to get like listen to the chapters of listen the audiobook, and then listen to the episode for Binge Mode? Well, yep. how fun! I know it's great. That's so, nice. And I, you know, I've had the audiobooks for a long time, but it's tough to get into. But man. Holy shit. The books are so good. Yeah. He's such a good writer. Isn't it nice to have a podcast that follows along with a series or maybe like an artist where you can like listen to mm. their media and then have something Incredible. to go along with a little compendium? Isn't that nice? I just, I, it just can't. How do you, how, do, how does one find these things? <laughs> I mean, I wish there were more of them. I wish they would do one for, and there's this artist I like, his name is Bob Dylan. Mm. I wish that there was something like that. I think that's a little weird to bring. It's like 2019. It'd be weird to have a Bob Dylan podcast now, I think. Yeah, isn't he dead? I think he might be. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's old as fuck. There's no way he's alive. Gotta be dead. Yeah. You're the weak one. And you'll never know love. Or friendship. And I feel sorry for you. Well, that didn't feel slow at all, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Another episode in the books. We're getting closer to 100. That's all I'm staying alive for. I mean, that's it all... used to be, I just need to see the end of Game of Thrones. Call back. Remember Game of Thrones? <laughs> all those many months ago. How dare you? And now I just need to stay alive until we get to 100 episodes. I know there's more than 100 that we need to do, but that's all I can. I can live in a minute I to mean, minute. 400 <laughs> feels like such a non-number. Yes. That it's like, if we just get to 100, we can just slowly decline like do like three over the course of next year and then like just call it a pod so like <laughs> call it a pod we're we're closing in on the calling it the pod level but uh time passes slowly is off our list now we are down to 415 songs which means we're not gonna get under 400 by the end of this <laughs> season God. so one out of 415 what you got 363 363 this is a song that i think captures our situation pretty aptly it's a song called let me die in my footsteps what and you chose wrong unfortunately but let me die in my footsteps let me die in my footsteps before before i go down under the ground is it like let me die my feet nuclear bomb let me die like a real person instead of being obliterated by a nuclear bomb jesus yeah cool so the correct answer is 283 (laughs) uh 283 uh, is is one of – I'm really glad we got this. This is really going to perk up this season for sure. Um, it's called Lily Rosemary and the Jack of Hearts. It's our f- third. This will be our third Blood on the Track song. Hmm. It's a long song. It's like uh, eight minutes long, but it is super fun. It's a 1975. 1975. Whoa. Retaining information. Whoa. Things are getting scary. Lily, Rosemary, and the Jack of Hearts. So we'll dive into episode of a Bootleg Series Volume 14, and we will do this epic tale, and we'll try to get to the bottom of what's going on. Uh, this will remind you a lot of like Blackwater Bay. Mm. Uh, Black Diamond Bay, sorry. Black Diamond Bay. Blackwater so, Bay. Black, oh see, my God, see? thought we would never talk about Game <laughs> oh of Thrones God. again. Black Diamond Bay, Black Diamond Bay, Black Diamond Bay. <laughs> oh, my God. Only this is, uh, in theory, real, and not going to have Bob Dylan show up drinking a beer at the end. So mm. we will see you next week for... Lily Rosemary and the Jack of Hearts. Get hyped, America. See you then. Goodbye. Bye.
There's been rumors of war and wars that have been. The meaning of life has been lost in the wind. And some people thinking that the end is close by. Instead of learning to live, they are learning to die. Let me die in my footsteps before. 